0: Hey, welcome to the what could go right podcast I am Eric Orton I'm Emily Orton and here we talk about personal growth family connection and raising adult kids we do not plan to run ads on this podcast so if you want to if you like it if you're interested if it's helpful to you we encourage you to subscribe we ask you to give it a rating five stars is my it's the preferred. easiest yeah, one, that's just yes. a, just all the way to the right it's like easier decision um, write us a review and share it because Word of mouth is the way this is gonna share grow and, and, and so if this is helpful to you and you wanna help another parent, somebody else that you care about that's raising adult kids, we'd love for them to we'd love to connect with them here and be a part of this conversation that we're having. So okay, so today we're gonna to talk about
1: preparing how, how you, yeah, the kids on the front side of launching, like as they're preparing to cross that threshold and there's so many different feelings around it, they're excited, they're anxious. How do we handle that? And I just want to start by telling that today I went and picked up our daughter, Lily, who's 15, from her girls' camp. She was gone for a few days. And uh, Lily has Down syndrome. I'll just say that right now. So she operates a little bit younger, but in very many ways, she's just like any other 15-year-old girl. And um, she had a great time at camp, and I got this message from one of her leaders that said, I really love how you guys don't coddle and let her just run safely with us. It was such a benefit to all of us to have her here, like, four exclamation points. Four exclamation points. And it is, no matter what the situation is with your child, it can be very tempting to coddle. And that is, you know, it makes you feel better, but it can make them feel not trusted. And I really appreciate it every time someone gives me a reminder that she can do it, she can handle it. If she can't handle it, there will be other support that will come in, but don't decide in advance that it's not something she can handle. Let her give it a try. And um, so it was a great week for her. It was a great week for us. And it was a great week for everybody because we just let her go like you know what if there's an issue they'll call us I don't need to go with her and
0: and I think the only call we got was
1: she called to to say check in
0: on us to make sure that we were okay yeah she's
1: like how you guys doing how's everybody doing at home all right well I I gotta go we're making dinner now (laughs) I didn't even send her phone with her so she just had to connect with who was there
0: hey and in case you're listening to this on the podcast i just want you to know we're outside so if you hear trees swishing in the breeze and wind chimes we wish you were here we wish you were here it's a beautiful summer day and we don't have some um, sound effects artist in the background making it extra extra dreamy for us so okay so yeah we got lily back it was a great week for her um it made us think of a conversation that i had with eli a few months ago he is on the cusp of getting his driver's license He's 17 and a half, and because we live in New York City, um, where most kids don't learn how to drive, or you can't legally get your license until you're 18, um, he's just now getting there, and he's doing great. But a few months ago, we were driving, and he and I were going out to the rock rock climbing gym one night, and I let him drive so he can get his hours in. And he says to me at one point, he says, "Um, Dad, how did you feel when you first moved out of the house? And he's never asked me a question like that before. And I said, well, that's a great question. I said, I remember, because I went away to college and I had been on trips and stuff before then, but I'd never lived away from home before my freshman year of college. And I went across the country. And this was in the 90s,
1: early early 90s. 90s, (laughs)
0: So there wasn't email, there wasn't texting or, Even cell phones. They were like
1: sat phones, satellite phones. Yeah, we and you didn't. For CEO,
0: if I were a CEO, I would have had one. (laughs) (laughs) But I was a college freshman, so I said I was honestly I was a little bit scared and I was a little lonely because the campus was very overwhelming. There was, you know, like twenty times more people on this college campus than were in my high school, and I didn't really know anybody. My sister went to the same school, but she lived on the other side of town and I didn't have a way to reach her for all the reasons that I just explained.
1: Neither of you had cars.
0: And neither of us had cars. Anyway, and so I would talk to my family once a week and I'm explaining all this to Eli and, and I can sort of see him in the, in the dark of night, driving down the road, I can see his eyes welling up a little bit. And, and I said, how are you feeling about moving out? And he said, well, I'm feeling a little scared too. And I said, well, you know, what are you scared about? And he started to tell me all the things that he didn't know how to do. He didn't know how to pay bills. He didn't know how to file for taxes. He didn't know how to... This one killed me. He says he didn't know how to dra- or snake a, a sink drain. He didn't know how to snake a sink drain. Or a toilet, for that matter. Um, and little things like that. Like, just around the house chores.
1: Like, he knows how to cook and... He knows how to do his own laundry, but here were, these were some areas where he was like, am I ready to be a grown-up?"
0: And I think he was saying like, Hey, I want to be ready for life and I don't feel ready. And so I was like, those are all good things to know how to do. And I think wanting to, learning how to do them is going to be a real benefit to you. And we talked some more as we were driving and I said, what if we make a list of all the things that you want to learn how to do and then we'll just start chipping away at it. And I said, chances are you'll move out of the house before you know all the things. Because guess what? I'm still learning a lot every day, every week, every year. There's still more that I don't know how to do. And that conversation was really important, I think, because it, it was him taking ownership and control of his life in a way that I had never seen. And um, if you've ever seen Kung Fu Panda you'll know why we call this moment, which has come for each of our kids so far, we call this the noodle dream. <laughs> this is the noodle dream because- In,
1: in Kung Fu Panda- the, Yeah, tell the story. The, the, the panda is being raised by, by this duck. bird, and they run this noodle shop together, and um, then the the man who's his adopted father who runs the noodle shop had a dream that one day he would run a noodle shop. And um, the panda just works there for a while until he's hoping that one day this panda will also have a dream of running a noodle shop and he'll want to to carry on the tradition. (laughs) And that isn't really what his dream is, but when the kids come up with this thing where they like realize, oh, I want to drive the bus in my own life and I want to make these decisions and I want to learn these skills so that I can take care of myself and then help others, that would fall under the category of the noodle dream. (laughs) I
0: had the noodle dream. <laughs> all right. Okay. So Eli had the noodle dream, as we say. And he, uh, he wanted to take control of his life. And so I think we can really facilitate these kinds of conversations by, first of all, being open to them and not being scared by them. Because as parents, a lot of times we'll say things like... Um, you'll be fine. We can gloss it over. Like, you'll be fine. Or, or hey... Or we can foist it on them. You don't know how to do this. You don't. Have, you don't know how to change a tire. You don't know how to, you know, make your bed. You don't know how to. And we can really, <laughs> you know, we can throw a lot at them, and we can instill fear in them, or we can mm. shame them into feeling like you're not ready for life. And and unfortunately, that most of the time doesn't have the effect of helping them feel a desire or motivated to get ready
1: for life. They're like, oh, life's going to be too scary. Uh, we have done with our kids. We have. Actually let me back up. I have been wanting in my position in my relationship as the mother to help prepare our kids for life and so I have downloaded or purchased various other people's lists of what a human should know to be ready for adulthood and I found that those actually weren't useful at all. And what was the most useful was saying to my kids, what are you excited about being an adult? What are you scared about being an adult? And I have initiated those conversations, you know, with the first three kids. And then they'll say, I don't, you know, I'm excited about this and that. And oh yeah, that's gonna be so great. It'll be awesome. So awesome things about being an adult. And then, but I, I don't know how to do this. I'm worried here. I feel like this is a weak area great you know what most of the time I can be like oh well you have a smartphone so you won't need to worry about that um, or like let's figure it out or there's YouTube or whatever the answers might be it will be specific to their questions and it opens that conversation and they can continue it or we I can continue it over time in this case it was really beautiful that in that quiet just like driving down the road together moment Eli brought it up and you were able to go through some of his questions. And he made a list of these are the things I want to learn how to do. And he's super motivated to figure them out because those are the areas that he's most concerned about. We can always chime in a, with a, you may want to consider, or, or you may not. You may not want to consider that. <laughs> you know?
0: Well, I'll throw out there one more conversation idea. Did you get a chance to say what you're going to say? Yeah, thanks. Okay. So today um, we're, we're here with our daughter, Allison who is getting married in a month and we're sitting, Emily was off going to get Lily who'd come home from camp and I'm talking to our daughter, Allison. And I just said to her in the course of shooting the breeze, I said, Hey, so what are you wondering about right now? And I didn't have anything in particular in mind. And she was actually just getting ready to go on a hike with some friends. And she said, you're, like, I have like 10 minutes and you're asking me what am I wondering about? So I said, we can, we can pick this up later, but here's, I, and that, her answers are not material. What I think is important is I used to ask, what are you worrying about?
1: Mm.
0: And I think that that's still a reasonable question, but I realize that by saying, because you know, or what are you
1: you excited about? If you hang out with
0: Emily and I long enough, you're going to hear the phrase turning worry into wonder. And so the last thing I want to do is to put more worry or fear into my kids' lives. But I'm happy to ask them, what are you wondering about? And so former me probably would have said, what are you worried about? Because I'm like, oh, she's probably got some stress. She's got some things that she's scared of because she's about to go into this new chapter of her life. Turns out she's really excited and happy, and she's actually not really worried about anything. But asking her, what are you wondering about? You know, she raised a couple of topics that are going to be fun to keep discussing. And so I think if we can be, be attentive to how we say things to our kids and how we say things to ourselves for that matter... And, and I've started to say to myself, what am I wondering about rather than what am I worrying about? I end up covering the same topics usually, but in a much more positive way. And that goes for me talking to myself and also with our kids. So those are just a few, you know, those are a few conversations that we've had recently with our kids that have helped in, as they bridge. And, you know, they're each in different stages, but bridging this gap from being teenagers at home with us to out living in the world on their own.
1: So, I would say my takeaways are being careful not to coddle. Don't (laughs) coddle. Trusting our kids, and then opening these conversations with them and saying, like, what are you looking forward to? And maybe instead of my question, what are you scared about? What are you wondering about? That actually puts them in a position of strength and dignity where you aren't like I'm sure you're scared and they have to admit they're scared you can just like what do you have questions about what do you want to know more about so that's better and then just staying open keeping it relaxed keeping it positive and maybe treating yourself to that same gracious spacious way of you know considering what's on your mind and what's next for you so thanks for joining us yeah Um, Hopefully, as you ask these questions, you will get lots of positive answers to what could go right uh, if you try this out. And we'd love, again, for you to subscribe, rate, review, share this with your friends, share what you're learning. Try this at home and let us know how it goes.
0: I'll add one more thing. We love that you're listening to us. We'd also love to listen to you. If you have not signed up for your free strategy session yet, you got to do it. Go to theawesomefactory.nyc.com forward slash strategy session. And what we'll do is we'll get on the phone or Zoom rather with you for 30 minutes because you have things in your life that you're trying to work through, ways that you want to level up, things that you want to discover. You want to discover what's possible in your life for your marriage, for your family, for your kids. And so we want to help you on that path, on that journey. So there's a few things that we'd love to share with you. So go ahead and snag a time for a free strategy session with us. It'll be You listening to us, but we also get to listen to you and we'll have a good conversation. So theawesomefactory.nyc forward slash strategy session. We look forward to seeing you there. What could go right?